You can't sleep yet. The doctor said it takes 48 hours to get that stuff out of your system. I wonder how long it takes to get someone you're stuck on out of your system. I know how you feel, Miss Kubelik. You think it's the end of the world, but it's not. I went through exactly the same thing myself, and I was mad about it. But I knew it was hopeless, and I decided to end it all. You know where I finally shot myself? Where? Here. In the knee? It was a year before I could bend the knee. <laughs> but I got over the girl in three weeks. Still lives in Cincinnati. Has four kids and gained 20 pounds. Sends me a fruitcake every Christmas. That's cute. That's from Jack Lemon and Shirley MacLaine in The Apartment, the movie The Apartment. And think about that. When you go through a rejection like that, it feels like the end of the world. And many times you feel like doing yourself in or many people. That's the only time I went to a psychiatrist was when a boyfriend broke up with me. Or I can't even remember. I might have broken up with him, but I think he broke up with me. And I walked into a psychiatrist's office at Brown University. And he looked at me. And at the time, all they did was give you a pill to pop. He gave me two Valium, sent me home, told me to get a good night's sleep. And it actually worked for me. I felt better the next day and never went back to him. But the, the goal is um, if, you, if you are feeling rejected, know that with time, your mind is able to put the pieces together and to see them more clearly. Immediately, you feel the wound of the rejection, but then you're able to assess it over time. That's why three weeks later, you know, he's, he doesn't want to commit suicide anymore. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. And my number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. And we've got a lot on the agenda. What do you do if your son comes up to you and he says, Ma, I am going to drop kick his stepfather, dad, and I'm going to punch him in the face, and I don't care at all whether he goes to jail or not. And this is not a three-year-old talking. You know, a three-year-old is going to drop kick, you know, a big man. This is a young adult. This is a 19-year-old, a kid who would go to jail if he did such a thing or would be risk doing that. And one mother's totally at which She says, what do I do? She's writing, I have no idea how to handle my son. Now, is her son totally irrational and off the wall, or is he possibly right on the money? I'll talk about her situation coming up. And imagine getting you're going out to dinner with your husband, and he, a buddy comes along with you. Uh, however, when you're going to get in the car, the buddy plants himself in the front seat where you typically sit, and your husband doesn't say a word. He doesn't ask your permission. The friend doesn't say anything. And you get in the back seat and you're steaming mad. And this is not just one incident. This is the tip of an iceberg. How do you get rid of your anger towards this friend? And then maybe you'll discover that it's not towards the friend that you're angry. You're actually angry at your husband. One slighted woman asked me that question, and I will help her out later in this uh, show. And we also have Dr. Ed Locke who will be talking about what do you do when you feel stressed? What causes your stress? Is it your kids? Maybe your parents? Maybe you hate your boss or an employee? Uh, maybe it's your own poor health that's causing you a lot of stress or you're afraid to go out in the dating world. Later in the show, I will be talking with Dr. Ed Locke, who is an expert on stress and coping, and we'll discuss some common factors that contribute to stress so that yeah, it will help you deal with your own stress a little better. 
and think about your own childhood with your own parents. Was it just like uh, the best case scenario, mom and dad were loving and caring, or were they neglectful, or were they alcoholics? Well, one kid has parents who are too caring, and he, this is, uh, we're going to be going to our after hours line here. In this call, you can listen for this. He says his parents are way too controlling. He feels suffocated at home. And imagine having parents that say to you, honey, where are you going today? I just wanted to know. I've, we need to know because I've got a bunch of errands for you to do. And we're having a family dinner at auntie's tonight. She wants you to come. You know what? Dad needs some help with the car. I wonder if later on you have some time to help him out. And we also thought later on, you know, much later this afternoon, we'll take a spin on our boat as a family. You know, I'm going to pack a, a picnic lunch for that. Here's the list of errands I need you to run um, when, I, when you go out today. So notice this family closeness. Does it warm your heart? For many people, it would. It's like, oh, my God, it's so great to be getting along with mom and dad. And, you know, I love being in this family. And for other kids, it makes them want to gag. They, this particular man feels completely trapped. Right now, we're turning to our after-hours line. You can I would like to get on with life and not feel so trapped, I guess you could say. I'm actually at the point where... It is time that I just move on, and I feel like my parents, they do want to help me yet, and yet it seems that it's done in such a way that I have no choice in the matter when they tell me that they want to be as close to me as possible. And I feel like I don't really need to be close to them. I know what I need to do. It's just I want to find the best possible. I want to work on the best possible solution. Will you help me with specific needs that I have, even especially with regards to sexual behavior and that sort of thing? And will you please let me know that and let me know whether there's an 800 number to a therapy um, association in Utah? Because that's where I'd like to be, even though my parents don't agree with that. Okay, uh, that that was an interesting phone call because you start by talking about how trapped you feel in your family and you don't have any choice and this family closeness is really crawling up your skin. You can't stand it. And then you throw in, you want some help with your sexual behavior. So I don't know what the details are and believe me, I'm curious about them, uh, but I can't help you at all with them. But you also asked for a therapist in your area and I know you're in Utah and even though your parents don't want you to go, certainly you have every right to seek therapy. Uh, the number is two, oh, excuse me, and I'm going to recommend a, um, a number that will get you to the Center for Cognitive Therapy and I'll also give you their website and what they provide is a list of all cognitive therapists country, nationwide and so hopefully you'll be able to find one in Utah. There, it's The Center for Cognitive Therapy, the number is 215-898-4100. That's 215-898-4100. Four one zero zero, and the website is the Academy A C A D E M Y of C T Cognitive Therapy C T dot org Academy of C T dot org, and there are no spaces between the the words. There, it's just run on. So, what can you do when you feel real suffocated by parents? 
Uh, that's a really tough call because you need to be able to keep your independent judgment, but if you're not old enough or ready to leave yet, then what do you do? Um, I'll talk about this a little coming up after our break. Uh, we'll also be talking, we also have a lot more on the agenda. What do you do if your husband's friendlier with his buddy than he is with you? And what happens if your 19-year-old wants to drop kick your husband, which is his stepfather, and punch him in the face and go to jail for it? I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke. Imagine being 80 years old, looking at old photo albums with your kids or grandkids. What adventures, achievements, and experiences would you like to share with them? But you're not 80, and you still have time to create those experiences. What obstacles do you have to overcome? Set personal goals for yourself and rank them according to what you value most. Then fit them into a reasonable schedule so that you will have time for work, hobby, friends, and romance. Don't abandon yourself by sacrificing your life for others or indulging in short-term shallow pleasures such as excessive drinking and gambling. When you look back at 80, have something to be proud of. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com. 